The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during this or any broadcast belong solely to our guests or our hosts. These broadcasts do not represent or reflect the views of their employers, sponsors, or affiliated organizations. Welcome to the Flipboard EDU podcast with your host, William Jeffrey, where we collaborate, communicate, and educate with the greatest educators in the world on Flipboard. Let's start the show. Welcome back, Flipboard fam. This is your favorite coach, Coach Jeffrey. And I have a question for you. Are students' mental health and their ability to socialize a priority for your school next year? In this episode of Flipboard EDU Podcast, we interview author and award-winning public speaker, Shelly Terrell, about the social-emotional learning aspect that we will have to focus on next school year. In light of the traumatic experiences that our students have faced over the last two months, there's a need for educators to prioritize healing and making sense of the world with students. Join the Hall of Famer, Dr. Michael Milstead, and the incomparable Stacey Boudry, and I, as we collaborate, communicate, and educate with the best educators in the world on Flipboard EDU Podcast Magazine. Flipboard fam, welcome back. We have here the illustrious Dr. Michael Milstead, Hall of Famer. And I also have my homegirl, the incomparable Stacey Boudry. And we are welcoming <laughs> the one and the only Shelly Terrell. What's up, Shelly? What's up? It's so great to see you all virtually and hang out with you all today. Yes, yes, it is. So, Shelly, tell my crew a little bit about yourself. Uh, most recently, I actually have done a lot of things in the last 20 years in education, but most recently, I am a STEM teacher at an elementary school, and I oversee writing the curriculum for STEM for kindergarten all the way to fifth grade for Harmony Schools in Houston, Texas. But I have been all over the world. I've traveled to over 20 countries and helped uh, teachers and learners really integrate technology, even when uh, we had situations where the electricity would be gone. So I've been through many different types of experiences, and all of that, you know, is my passion to really help teachers to be there for their students and for them to continue learning. Now, before I turn it over to Dr. Milstead to ask you your first question, I remember when you were in El Salvador or you were in Latin America and they had no Internet and you were that was a couple years ago. You remember that? And you used to have to get on like at two o'clock in the morning in order to do the Internet. You remember that? Yeah, it was actually in Venezuela. Venezuela. And yes, I traveled all over that country and a lot of different situations happened and I loved it because it was such a, a really growing experience but one of the great things about that experience is I was in a situation where the teachers and the students were so hungry they just kept per- persevering no matter what yeah. so that was awesome yeah yeah that's awesome that is awesome that, that makes it easy <laughs> Dr. Milstead I'm gonna let you ask that first question go ahead well, let me just make, can you hear me okay? Can yeah. you hear me okay? Okay. Hey, just want, want to follow up on that, Shelly. You know, a couple of nights ago, my wife woke me up about 2 o'clock in the morning. She was working. She said, hey, we have no internet. I said, oh, what's going on? She looked. She said, did you pay the bill? Oh, well, that, that was our internet outage. So, <laughs> so I, 
I do know how it can be sometimes we don't have internet. But anyway, just to piggyback off of that, you know, there have been several models, uh, Shelley, discussed by uh, school districts for reopening schools post-COVID-19. The full virtual model, the hybrid model, blended of both, but, and then, of course, year-long school. But in your opinion, how can schools reopen while keeping students and teachers' uh, health and emotional well-being at the forefront? Well, I think one of the things that I've learned through this experience, uh, working with my students and the parents, uh, I'm the liaison for the parents because I help them with the technology. I think one of the most important parts is that we have to take some time, a few weeks or a month, to really just focus on getting them uh, on their social-emotional learning, you know, and their well-being. Listening to them, a lot of parents, when they were frustrated about with the technology, I heard a lot of their stories, and some of them, they just wanted to talk. They just wanted to let me know we're learning with one device, and we have to go through, you know, all five kids in that one device, and they have to all have Zoom session. But at the other end, there were certain requirements, and and sometimes we get so hung up on, oh, they have to turn in their work now or this, and that I think that need some time. We really got to just listen to the parents, see situations like that, and be able to let them know we're going to figure it out. might be a little bit messy, but we're in it with them. And I think that goes a long way. So thinking about that and, and the parents and the concerns and the stress, how do we ensure our parents that the benefits outweigh the concerns of returning? So one of the things we started doing is we came up with ideas in all of our schools, and we have a bunch of schools, on ways that we can really connect during the summer. So that way, things like have them on Flipgrid and do check-ins or just kind of fun things that we can do and ways that they can just hang out with us. Even things like so all of the teachers came up with ideas and things that they might want to do for their classes. Some came up with sending a postcard. Some came up with dropping bags of goodies or there was just a lot of ideas and I think that continuous connection even though we're not technically on but just showing hey we're here for you and that's going to assure them because if if parents see that we care and we're really going to see what's best for the students then they're going to believe that we're coming up with the plan that is best for their child if we're there for them. So you guys are actually doing things over the summer with the kids and sending them messages, or that's what you did before they went on summer break? No, I'm actually with them. I was with them this morning. Uh, <laughs> we, were yeah, we were in a live session learning. We have camps. We have virtual camps. We have summer classes. We have ESL classes. So we have a lot of things going on. <laughs> you got to tell us a little more about those camps. What are y'all doing? That sounds fun. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> well, we do have some for the next camp. So these camps right now, we're kind of open to whatever we can do to really help them with their reading and math. And so like one thing that I did today with them was we were talking about arrays, but instead of it just being, okay, you know, do your addition or I said, okay, let's go around the house after showing an example. And we do a lot of those kind of hunts, go around the house, see what you can gather and, you know, put in rows. And we're all going to just see and, and, you know, and they like things like that. Uh, Sometimes we've done things like we've had guest speakers. We had about 11 guests 
or more virtual guest speakers, including Simone Biles, who left us like oh, a, cool. a Yeah. You know, we had the Texans. We, we had a lot come in. And I really, a lot of asking others to come in that show is like, uh, the kids get so excited and it's really fun for them. There's been a lot of, a lot of conversation about the high needs kids that are not accessing the online instruction because they just don't have the devices. How are you guys at your school? How are y'all addressing that issue? So we went ahead and made a, a Chromebook lending program. And they can uh, pick it up. And we were able to do that. You know, I'm fortunate my district believes in technology and had a lot of this set up. Beforehand, we had Chromebook pretty much one-to-one for all the students. And I think that that can be a way. I know in my partner, his, his district, he teaches high school. They did the same thing. But also, they let him know, if you don't have good Wi-Fi, you're welcome to go to the school parking lot. We're going to have the Wi-Fi there. They actually gave them little hot spots and things like that. So I think all of that is super important. You work in Texas as well. Texas is a very large state, and we really don't live too far from each other. But you guys are doing a little bit different. And I know uh, one of the issues that we're running into in my school district is we're really seeing the haves and the have-nots is trying to struggle to get the education. And we have a gambit of students who depend emotionally on the camaraderie of school and your experience, how are your students handling just the getting back to their emotional and their camaraderie um, COVID? For them, it, it was tough. It was really tough. And we found having them have that continuous connection, it was all of this has been volunteer. Like we want your student to come for the summer events. And we've had over like 200 sign up because they just want to hang. I had a little girl today and she said, after the live session, she said, I, can I just hang out? I just want to stay on and hang out. Yeah. And so for them, it's really tough because they don't get to see friends. They don't get to see their teachers. A lot of the parents are still working. A lot of parents had to work throughout this. Some of the parents told me they had to work two or three jobs. And so for them, they need to see faces, uh, even if it's virtual faces. But, you know, it, it is tough for them. Subscribe to our Flipboard EDU podcast magazine. It's time for Flip Tips. Today's Flip Tip is brought to us by Janet Spire. So today's lesson is how to share your Flipboard magazine on social media. Number one, open Flipboard and navigate to the magazine of your choice. Select the three dots on the top right side of the magazine. Select share the magazine from the top and drag the navigation down. Click on your magazine to select share. Scroll past the social media icons. Select one to share for your magazine. Type your post information and then select tweet to share it. Check your magazine post on Twitter or Facebook. Congratulations, you shared your first Flipboard magazine. Flipboard EDU podcast is a great resource for teachers, students, and administrators. In this episode, we talk with Shelly Terrell, the teacher trainer, e-learning specialist, and the author of the books, The 30 Goals Challenge for Teachers, Small Steps to Transform Your Teaching, and Learning to Go, 
lessons, ideas, or teaching with mobile devices, cell phones, and BYOT. Shelly was a welcome guest. Stay tuned next week. We'll have her back where we continue to talk about social emotional learning. Flipboard is a great way to collect articles for classes, show off your school and school spirit, and share expertise with peers.